Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. Very busy night tonight in sports here uh, on this 26th day of April. Uh, looks like the Knicks are off to a really good start. They're, looks like they're wanting to try to uh, close this thing out. Memphis is leading, leading by three last I've checked here. Uh, but, you know, Knicks are only up by 10. They were up by like 14, 15 points earlier. Uh, I think I think Cleveland uh, teams are having problems shutting, uh, closing out series, and I'll talk about that here in a little bit. Going to have Rich Ferris come on here at 15 minutes after the hour. Uh, Going to talk about the new Titan Stadium deal. Plus, I also will talk about some mock drafts. What did he think? As a general manager, ask him a little bit about the Aaron Rodgers situation and do a little AFC South talk and everything. But first, let's get our first and only break out of the way. And I'll be back in 49 seconds here on Sportscope. We'll hit the ground running. Hello, Sportscope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the word, the cash sign and sports scope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports. That is sports with an S, another S scope, S K O P E at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. All righty then, I'm back here live on all links. Now, I'll pro- uh, tomorrow there will not be a program. I'll be on around the time the Titans pick on the Mac and Jack and Jim Jeffcoat show. Uh, on Northeast Streaming Sports. Tune in around that time. You can find them on YouTube, Facebook, and we'll be live there talking former Dallas Cowboy Jim Jeffcoat, John McGraw, uh, which is also better known as Mac and Jack Hirsch. I'll be on there tomorrow. There'll be no show here. I'll show a replay, of course. Uh, I think uh, I've already got a schedule to show my mock draft and everything. So, uh, Anyways, uh, again, looks like the Knicks are trying to close things out, but uh, these last two days, you don't know uh, if a team's wanting to close out or not. You know, uh, the last two days, particularly, uh, Boston Celtics up by 14 yesterday and could not close out the Miami Heat at home. Uh, uh, well, 10 to 14 points in the fourth quarter. Same thing with Milwaukee. Now, Milwaukee did have an excuse. Now, Atlanta, excuse me. Uh, Boston couldn't close out Atlanta at home. Uh, they couldn't close out Atlanta at home, even though they had a lead. I, I, that's called going to sleep. That is that is uh, resting on your laurels. That is looking ahead. Uh, that is having a young head coach. That's his first big challenge for uh, what's his name? Joe uh, Mazzula. Sounds about like my grandmother's name there, Pickles. Uh, Joe Mazzula. Uh, you know, Phil Jackson used to say this all the time. He says it's really hard to close a team out. Uh, I, I think what he was getting at is teams simply looking ahead. Now, Boston, for example, we'll talk about them since they played last night. Uh, 
they're a team that that now they're favored. They're favored to win the whole thing. And, you know, they seem a little bored out there. Uh, they, 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 uh, they, they seem a little bored out there. And this is the first big challenge for this coach. You know, there's no, there's no reason this should even win five games, but it now it's going to go six. And and now now we're in a game six. That being said, I think they go down Atlanta. They play well. They win, and they move on to the next round. And that next round would be against. Um, let's see. I, I had this here. Uh, that next round will probably be. Uh, that will be against Philadelphia. Now Philadelphia, uh, obviously Joel Embiid. He is he's banged up at fifty percent. But hey, they're getting rested and ready, and Boston needs to um, Boston um, Boston needs to take care of business. Thank you. Nice to see. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate you watching the program. Thank you, Pickles. Yeah, they sure did. They showed up there here on Sports Scope. So I blame that on coaching, and uh, you know he's very young, only thirty four years old, uh, but this is his first big challenge. And we'll, we'll see how that plays out there. Hopefully, Boston will get back focused again and play up to their billing and not be just dependent on two guys. Remember, they had the sixth man of the year, uh, Broden here. Uh, so uh, lean on some of your other players rather than Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and, and, and finish this thing out here. Okay, now Phoenix. Now, Phoenix... Can you say they called a, a break? Yeah, Corey, it seems like uh, kind of resting on their loyals. Very young coach up there, Boston. Phil Jackson said that's the hardest thing to do is close the team out. He said it's really hard, especially if you get off to like a 2-0 lead, a 3-0 lead, 3-1. Uh, he said because teams are looking ahead. They're mentally looking ahead. And I noticed the same thing with Milwaukee. You said, well, you know, Giannis was hurt. Well, you had a 14-point lead. You know, you're a championship team. That's why I think maybe Milwaukee should go after a Trey Young. Now, as soon as Trey Young, as soon as you find out, Pickles, that, that the guy's going to get traded, now he's balling out of this world. So it's kind of got his attention a little bit. Uh, uh, maybe they should float that rumor every few weeks down there in Atlanta, and maybe they wouldn't be an eight seed. Just saying like O.J. Simpson would say. Uh, moving ahead. All right, now, so Phoenix catches a break. They go ahead and beat the Clippers. Clippers was giving them all they can handle. Now it looks like uh, there's this meniscus tear. I mean, it, it looks pretty bad for Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Stephen A. Smith saying maybe he should retire. The Clippers should force him to retire. Uh, just a bad break. Paul George was hurt. Phoenix advances. Uh, Denver, Denver, uh, Minnesota, the last two games, they played like I thought they were capable of playing. And Denver also looks like that they were in, uh, you know, overdrive to go ahead and, and, and sweep Minnesota. And of course they didn't, uh, they were looking ahead as well. So Saturday, I don't know if this is going to be as good as this Sacramento series. This Sacramento series, uh, one of the highest rated first round series, I want to say in 20 years between Sacramento and Warriors. 
uh, De'Aaron Fox will play tonight. Uh, you know what? I'll go out on a limb. I, I think the Kings are going to win. They are underdogs because of the index finger uh, injury there to De'Aaron Fox. I think Sabonis is going to play well, and I think that they're going to they're going to mess around and and beat this uh, Warriors team tonight. I don't know if they're going to win the series. Maybe he reaggravates this thing and he can't go. Uh, De'Aaron Fox. Of course, we talked about that the other day with uh, the breaks that the Warriors keep catching like they always seem to do. But going back to Denver and Phoenix, now, okay, uh, the odds are already out on this series. Phoenix is favored. They're the road team. Denver, they look really good at times. Uh, The Joker, I mean, he has got eyes in the back of his head. One of the better passing big man of all time. Uh, the, the little bit that I did see of that game last night, they had they showed more fluidity in their offense, not just Jamal Murray playing hero ball. Uh, Joker, really good passer here. Uh, when, when teams backed off of him last night, when Minnesota, he just took it inside. That's the type of Denver team I think that, that, that could go far, that, that can go really far. Uh, as far, this is going to be a very interesting series. I cannot wait for it. Saturday night, Denver and Suns may be the second best series. <laughs> I, I, well, this King series is really good. Uh, I don't know if this King series is going to get topped. If there's a chance, it's going to be this Denver series. I really do think the, the Suns and Denver. It's going to be in Denver. The two teams split. But when the Suns won, the Joker nor Jamal Murray uh, were there. When the when the Nuggets won, this was before the Kevin Durant trade. So I don't know what to think. Uh, I, I, I tried to see, I get a feel for maybe, maybe the Suns are, are, are not leaning into their bench, but they're playing eight, nine guys. So is Denver. Denver does have home court advantage on this team. Uh, I'll go out on the limb because I, I believe the Suns are going to be uh, our favorite in this thing. Uh, I, I think Denver wins this in seven games. I, I, I'll say um, 40, 42, minute, 42 to 45 minutes per game for Kevin Durant and Chris Paul Playing in Denver, that rarefied air, I don't know if that can hold up. I really do not know if that can hold up for a seven-game series. Uh, That was my biggest fear with the Phoenix Suns. I'd love to see Chris Paul win a ring. I mean, you know, remember he got hurt a few years ago in the Houston series when they had Golden State beat. They won the pivotal – Winners of Game Fives in a conference in any in any of the NBA playoffs win about eighty something percent of the time, but not a hundred, not a hundred. Remember the Lakers beat that Golden State team back in the two when uh, when uh, the Sacramento team uh, with Shaq and Kobe, even though Sacramento won the pivotal Game Five. Okay, so. My thing is, but it's just all going back to that other series between Houston 
Uh, Chris Paul gets hurt there. Remember Chris Paul? Uh, they, they blew that old two lead. Uh, they blew that old two lead uh, a few years ago in the Milwaukee Bucks series. So, I, like I said, I like Denver in seven there. And uh, Memphis, uh, look, last time I checked, Memphis is up to by about uh, four or five points there. Hey, Rich, I, uh, is everything? Can you hear me back there? <laughs> Looks okay. So my guest is back in. He returning to the program. Rich Ferris. Hey, man, how you doing? Good. How are you? You good? Hey, hey you look good. You sound good. Uh, I was just talking a little NBA stuff here. Hey, go um, Grizzlies. Go Grizzlies. Yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> this guy took me to my one and only Grizzly game about seven years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great experience. I really appreciate it. I've talked about that story when you wouldn't on the air. And uh, I want to thank you now, Mark Gasol. I think it, we saw uh, who was yeah, it? Yeah, it was the that was the say. end of the grit and grind era that we yeah. were a part <laughs> that of. That got grit and grind 2.0. What are you talking about, huh? Yeah, much different <laughs> team now than than it was then. Pickle says, "Go Grizz." Okay, now let's talk about the biggest story first, man. I mean, Aaron Rodgers traded to the Jets. A lot of the Jet fans are really hyped up about this. I like the money. I like his cap hit, man. He's only $15 million cap hit. Uh, they got top five defense. I think in wild card game minimum, potentially Super Bowl appearance. Uh, what do you think about that trade, man? I mean, I think we all knew it was coming. And yeah. that was pretty much the only team that was in the mix in the end. So yeah, it took a while to get done, but, you know, the both sides seem happy. It seems like a decent deal for both sides, and Packers get to move on, and Aaron Rodgers gets to maybe go chase uh, one last you know run at the Super Bowl. Uh, they got some good young receivers there, so um, you know we'll see what happens. Uh, I know Zach Wilson isn't too happy about it. He's uh, made it known <laughs> a little bit today and yesterday, but uh, you know I I think it's interesting with with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, his press conference today, he seemed a little bit more normal. The last few yeah. times that he's been in the media, he seems a little out there, you know, and very. Um, that's you know, a good. That's a good description because he he he's clean shaved. He's talking yeah. everybody. He looks yeah. like the guy ten years ago. Yeah, so you know maybe that's a good sign for the Jets. Uh, there's a <laughs> lot of uh, draft capital counting on that for the Packers to uh, yeah. if he plays. I think 65% of those snaps yep. or 65% of the season that uh, that turns into a first round pick for the Packers. So yeah, I think both sides want him to play full season there in, in New York. Do you see him uh, playing beyond this season? You know, I think that's the biggest issue with getting Aaron Rodgers. And yeah, is he going to play very long? Is he interested? Is he going to come in and, and be that, guy that had a fire in him that got him to a Super Bowl, you know, years ago. Right. Um, but in my opinion, I don't know if the Jets are really ready for that yet. I mean, that's probably going to be their best case is to have that kind of quarterback with yeah. the team they have in place. They got a good defense. They got a good head coach, it seems, and um, yeah. very young well, offense. Said, yeah. So I don't know if they're ready to take over – from the Bills and, and the Dolphins just yet in the AFC East, but that, that's a tough division, man. Yeah, very tough. And even the Patriots, I mean, they're no they're no pushover. Uh, they got their own quarterback issues going on at the moment, but 
Yeah. I mean, they went to the playoffs uh, two years ago with Pickles Mac says, Jones and that team. So, and they were, yeah, they were three seeds. So, yeah. 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 And uh, I do think that they're, um, they're in really good shape and and I'm not a cheerleader. I just call balls and strikes on this program. <laughs> you know, I, I'm looking at, you know, uh, my, my thing is uh, Joe Douglas. He's looking at these tackles. Mm-hmm. That was one of the holdups. He didn't want to give up that first round pick. And, and this is why I think maybe the Jets probably won this thing is not less Rogers just says, you know what? I'm retiring. And then Jets stuck with that dead money, but I would hate that. I don't think they'll do that. But anyways, he wanted to keep that 13th. Now, of course, he they switched picks. He's got the 15th. He mm-hmm. wanted to get one of those four tackles available because he don't think this Barry Tucker can play really good at that left tackle and and uh, potentially you know protect Rodgers. And I think maybe they add uh, an interior line in that second round or get uh, maybe add another receiver. Now they've got Corey mm-hmm. Davis used to play here when decent when he's healthy. Uh, remember they took in uh, Alan Lazard. Uh, yeah, they they're pretty stacked at wide receiver. Young. Yeah. Well, they got Garrett Wilson, who was a rookie of the year last year. Yeah. Um, uh, who was a phenomenal wide He's receiver. A I thought he was the best. One, if you ask me, Rich. Well, he was the best wide receiver I think in last year's draft. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, and he was really good last year with. I mean, they they had Zach Wilson, <laughs> but they, you know, with injuries Mike, Mike. and everything else, so they they ended up with. Uh, I forgot that their their backups backups name, but he was basically uh, a running quarterback and uh, Mike still had White a really good and, year. And Joe Flacco, <laughs> yeah, and even Flacco I think got hurt and was out, and they had um, you know another guy that was you know yeah. so they did not have a very solid quarterback situation last year, and for Garrett Wilson to have a really good year, uh, Corey Davis, you know, is is kind of probably on the outs if I had to guess with Lazard coming in yeah. and. Um, Feel like they have another receiver there that I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, also, um, wasn't uh, Randall well, Cobb in the mix moved, or not Carter? One of their guys, Elijah Moore. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They uh, he got moved. They drafted to him Cleveland, and then traded him to the Chiefs, I believe, or or Cleveland. Yeah, with the extra second round pick. That's why they got the two second round picks. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it. You're right, and as I've been talking about that all week. I, I think maybe Davis gets cut or traded. He's got like a ten million dollar cap hit. Uh, yeah. But then again, he is a vet. You, you you just never know, man. What's going on there? Uh, I'm like you. I'm not really sure. I think they're going to go to the playoffs next year. I just don't know how far. You know. They, I, yeah. I mean, now, like I said, they're they're there's a tough. They're in a tough division. Yeah. Uh, every team there is uh, pretty solid, uh, and the Bills. Bills, I do think, are on the decline from the last few years. Yeah. But Miami's on the incline. So uh, this year's draft for the Jets is, you know, if they could get a better offensive line and help a little bit on the offense, uh, I, I think they may need a tight end, even though they they uh, yeah. signed um, someone uh, that was familiar with Rodgers, I believe. Uh, but I definitely think that they're, you know, shoring yeah. up the offensive line. And if 15 is a good spot for them for that, because uh, depending on how the top, you know, top 14 goes, there could be another tackle there or, or guard there that they could take. Yeah, Tyler Conklin, he's okay. Uh, CJ uh, Usma, mm-hmm. um, 
he used to play with Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He had a bad injury, I want to say, and he's coming mm-hmm. back. He's the backup at tight end. Yeah, this is supposed to be a really tight end heavy draft, man. You know, lots so, of good tight ends in this draft. It might be one of the better tight end classes we've seen in a really long time. Last year was a good class too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who was good last? I can't remember. Um, who was a good rookie tight end last year? Well, just here locally in Nashville, uh, you got. Oh uh, yeah. You yeah, Conquo that was the for the Titans well, he in the was third a steal, round, wasn't he? It seems that way. Uh, it seems yeah. that that definitely shored up a little bit of their tight end spot, and he's slated to be their number one tight end going into this season. Um, and then, um, yeah, I think this year's class there's a there's a there's a bunch. I love everything that Michael Mayer from Notre Dame does yeah. on the field. Yeah, man, uh, what's his name? Kincaid from Utah. They're both good athletes, man. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of good tight ends. Uh, even the, the the Darnell Washington from Georgia. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a couple others that are out there, but uh, oh, there's I, a guy from Oregon State. NFL Network said it, it's the best in ten years. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it could be. <laughs> I, I love hey, I, I love me some tight ends, man. It, it's it it's one of those positions. They're not glamorous, but it's kind of become glamorous. You look at way Travis Kelce and George Kittle been playing. Well, and I think, years. and I think the tight end class this year could be important because the wide receiver class is so bad, in my opinion, yes. this year. So if you're looking for a pass catcher, it might be a better route to take a tight end earlier with the the kind of, you know, this may be one of the worst wide receiver class, at least for now, uh, that, they, that there's been in a while. Yeah, I've heard that from the NFL Network. Um, you know what? I guess we could start with that, you know. Remind me to come back to you on your thoughts on this Titan Stadium deal. Okay. Uh, but let's get into the to the meat of things. Uh, we're out of Nashville. Very excited. Uh, what What's your thoughts on the Titans have been rumored all, all over the place, man. <laughs> trading up. They've been rumored to trade Tannehill, Henry, uh, trade up the three to get a quarterback. What's your thoughts on what you think they'll do? And and what would you do if you were the guy? But let's let's start with what you think that that, that the Titans may be. I think really all cards are on the table. I think all those rumors and so I think where there's smoke, there's fire. I think that they're yes. looking at all options. I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> I think that's it's a smart way to approach it because uh, if you're if you really like a few guys, you want to at least do your homework of how you can get there and get those guys. And so if it's moving up to get a quarterback, then they're exploring that and. I would ultimately think that if they move up that that far in the draft, that that's Tannehill is going to be a part of that trade deal. So yeah. uh, I think, you know, I was uh, able to attend the press conference uh, on Monday with uh, Rand Carthon, and he mentioned that he's had a conversation with Tannehill in February on where things are. He didn't go into details, but he definitely said that they've had a conversation and kind of have an understanding of what could play out this season. So, who knows what that is, but yeah. you know, reading through that in a sense is is kind of what I was saying. It seems like the cards are on the table and they're willing to deal any one of them. Yeah, yeah, and I want to tell the audience now. Rich works with uh, Cumulus Ready, uh, which is one hundred four five. The Zone folks they cover the Titans game. They're the flagship. You know, <laughs> I didn't know what that word meant for a while. What do you mean flagship? Oh, we cover the <laughs> team. You know. Uh, the great Mike Keith. Have you met Mike Keith, by the way? Oh yeah, play by play, yeah. Mike. Uh, I'll see him tomorrow night. Touchdown, 
Titans. I still love that guy, man. He's great. Just um, a quick note on them and Titans Radio. One of the most professional uh, can't talk enough about their work ethic and how they approach their broadcast and their preparation and just yeah. how classic, classy and professional that group is. And I'm, I'm, I'm always uh, proud to be a little part of that sometimes when working with them. Yeah. And, and that's good to hear, man. You know, I'll tell you what, they play their stuff on ESPN all the time. If the yeah. Titans have a big play, they'll, you'll hear the radio call. <laughs> yeah. Mikey's one of the best in the business, if not the best. Yeah. I, I love that guy, man. Um, Okay. So, you're like me. I think that everything is on the table. This is what I'm afraid of, Rich, is that this is you've you've, you've lived here long like I have, and I don't want to see this team reach again and have another Jake Locker type hmm. of moment where you feel like you're um, – who was the guy that uh, – Christian Ponder. Remember that year? You just don't want hmm. – E.J. Manuel. Yeah. Guys that are taken in the first round where you're like, ah, that's yeah. what I'm afraid of. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this quarterback class, man? Uh, I think that the top two are really good. I think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are really good. Okay. I don't think uh, Levis is all that great, but I feel like there's some upside there. Same thing with Richardson. I think he's got all the athletic ability and, and, the, and the, you know, all that jumps off the charts and, you know, maybe he goes in the right situation. He could be a really good quarterback. I really like Hendon Hooker, uh, too. And, you know, despite his injury, uh, I still think that he could be somebody, you know, maybe a late round, late first round, you know, he gets taken because of the injury and not able to finish that, that season last year. Uh, you know, he was in the Heisman running. So, uh, I I think that he could be a good quarterback that maybe you take late in the first round could sit a year. I, I, I keep seeing everybody mocking Minnesota. I mean, that would be a great fit with uh, yeah. being able to sit behind Cousins for maybe a season or two. But um, I like him. And the uh, the Jake Heener uh, from Fresno State, I believe, is yeah. somebody to watch yeah, as a later. a lot of talk here lately. What's your thought? This guy, Fres- yeah, tell me about him. I don't know a lot about him myself. Uh, well, he's he's uh, he does go to a small school, so there's a knock there yeah. that, that – always you know happens when you go to a smaller school yeah but uh if, if anybody's looking into the uh cognition test that's been all over the news those that, past weeks so, yeah uh he was the second he had the second highest score behind bryce young so yeah if and, that and cj stroud had one of the lowest scores yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was reported that he had an 18 uh and yeah. uh bryce had a had a 98 i believe and, and heiner had a 97 Hooker had like a 48 or something like that. So, oh, wow. you know, who knows if that, you know, how much that does translate. I think it's better than the Wonderlick test of the past because the Wonderlick yes. test was more or less an IQ test where this is very much about, you know, uh, reaction and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll see if uh, if that how much that test correlates in the next few years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think they – do you think they trade up? Or do you think that they just take that 11th pick right now? If you had to guess. If I had to guess, I think they're going to do – it's tough because I think they could do (laughs) three different things there. They could stay at 11. Up here on the uh, Christmas team, if you still don't know. It's it's hard. Uh, That's right, Pickles. Derek Carr went to – he got a good release, Derek Carr, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so so if they stay at 11th, 
which I think is very possible that they stay yeah. there. I think they're really looking for certain scenarios to move up or to trade back. But if they stay there at 11, I honestly, my pick would be Peter Skaronsky, the offensive oh, tackle yeah. slash guard from Northwestern. I think you still, you know, I did a deep dive into a lot of the positions of the draft. Yeah. And I come back to you still, you, you had the worst offensive line last year with a lot Man, of Man, we we're on the same, we're on the same page. That's <laughs> what I've been arguing with people at work. Don't yeah, I worry think you, about a receiver if he can't run his route, Rich. I think they did a good job of in free agency and plugging some holes at offensive line, but why yeah. not you know, double down and, and grab one of the best guys in the draft? And yeah. um, I think the thing that, that really solidified that for me too is also you know, the other need, the biggest need they have is wide receiver, but the yeah. like I mentioned earlier, the wide receiver class is not that great in my opinion. And right. I don't know if you want to take a first-round pick on, especially a top 11 pick on one of the guys there that you know like a jackson smith and jigba or uh the johnston from from tcu i just don't see them being a you know justin jefferson or or somebody like that right. that you'd want to take that high uh given that justin jefferson those those guys don't come around very often but my point being you know a franchise type guy that you take there that's going to be your stud rod receiver for the next five to ten years hopefully I just don't see that in this draft. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other tackles? I hear Paris Johnson, his stock is way he can he can go as high as third. Well, like Johnson, uh Paris Johnson Jr., I feel like he's a lot like Anthony Richardson, where you see all the athletic ability there mm-hmm. and haven't hasn't hit his ceiling yet. And yeah. you know, somebody like the Eagles could definitely jump on that, uh, yeah. which is ahead of the Titans. So I think he may be off the board just for the fact that his athletic and ability and all that stuff is just and his ceiling is so high where a guy like Skaronsky is kind of a you know he could play guard he may be more of a oh he'd be my guard. dream guy I yeah love yes so I think that you know somebody that like a Paris Johnson Jr. where ceilings maybe a little bit high, higher yeah um is is going to be taken a little bit sooner I think the he, Eagles would yeah. jump all over him with having those couple picks there early some mocks have that. Uh, other mocks have had them taking Bijan Robertson, the running back. Talking about the Eagles, yeah, uh, running back out of Texas, uh, phenomenal good- player. Uh, that's yeah, he's that's, great, ain't he? He's he's uh, I, uh, the best comparison to him is uh, Saquon Barkley. I think he's pretty oh, really? identical well, to that's Saquon a good Barkley. Nowadays, I was thinking maybe Curtis Martin, but yeah, that's a good nowadays. He comparison. reminds me a lot of Saquon Barkley. Just that he can play. He can run, he can catch, he can he can play all three downs. He's just a phenomenal runner and very consistent in what he does. But having that catching ability and, and that power run that he Man. has, uh, it reminds me a lot of Saquon. Yeah, he does. And think and about honestly, him running behind if that I line. Wanted to, if I wanted to shake it up, I wouldn't yeah. put it past the Titans in drafting him. Say they move wow. back a little bit and he's still there. Why not take him, uh, you know, there's all those rumors with Henry as much as I love Henry and yeah. want him to be with the Titans. Um, the, uh, I guess devil on the shoulders kind of that wants chaos is, <laughs> you know, Hey, why don't we take a running back at, you know, in the top 15 or so and uh, figure out what to do with Henry later, or even have, you know, both those guys there. Multiple sites say that Bajon is one of the best overall prospects in the whole draft, you know, mm-hmm. With guys like Paris Johnson, mm-hmm. Will Anderson, that Tyreek Wilson guy, the the really fast defensive uh, edge rusher out of Texas Tech, Jalen um, Carter, 
So you're, I'm like you. If one of those tackles are there, would you take a Darrell Wright from Tennessee at 11 or, or maybe a Broderick Jones? I know he goes to Georgia. Remember the Isaiah Wilson nightmare? Yeah, I, I think Broderick Jones is a lot like Paris Johnson Jr., where there's a lot of high, you know, he hadn't hit his ceiling yet. There's a lot of, you know, with his athleticism. But the thing, the difference between Skaronsky and Johnson, I think, is that. Broderick Jones and um, Darnell Wright are more right tackles. So okay. and 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 Skaronsky and Paris Johnson are, are you could plug True them in left. left. So I think they're they're a little bit you know higher have a higher uh, uh, potential of going higher than the other two just for that. Uh, and I think they're just better complete players uh, over Broderick Jones. I do like Broderick Jones if if the Titans were to trade back some and uh, that, that's still what I was grab thinking, a tackle. Yeah. yeah. Earl Wright feels like a, a guy in the 20s, but man, if you need that left tackle. Darnell Wright did a lot. He did a really he didn't allow any sacks this year for Tennessee. He man. I was at the Alabama game and you went to Will the Alabama Anderson, game. That's oh right. yeah. Well, probably one of the greatest college games I've ever been at. And um I got he shut you Will Anderson down. Game? Did your throat hurt from hollering and screaming? <laughs> no, I was I was working more of the media side, so <laughs> We're doing a lot of cheering, but I was I was excited to yeah see watch that game uh, in person. So he held down Will Anderson pretty good that game. He shut Will Anderson down that game. You can go yeah. back and and take a look, but you know Will Anderson, one of the best players in this draft. You have yeah. a guy that just completely shut him down and had a really good season, and uh, you know did a lot of good stuff in the combine and all the leading up to the draft. So he'll probably be a, a top twenty pick as well. Yeah. Now let me ask you this: What if you can't trade down? Okay, Johnson's off the board. Sonorski's off the board. You're stuck at eleven. Do you simply just go cornerback? Maybe. There's some really, really good, good corners. There's some really good corners in this draft too. Yeah. I, I really like, uh, um, you know, Porter Jr. I really like uh, yeah. the guy from, I think, Illinois State. I can't think of his name uh, at the moment. Witherspoon. Yeah, he's yeah. Devin Witherspoon is probably the best corner in this draft. Yeah. You got Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, really Oregon. good. Uh, and there's a corner from Mississippi State that is phenomenal as well. Um, yeah. I can't think of his name Emmanuel off the top of my head. something, yeah. Yeah, and he's he had, I think, six or no, he had three pick sixes. Uh, in the last year in college and just a ball hawk, a guy that when the ball gets in his hands, he's going to the end zone. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past having taken a corner at 11. If you know, some other guys are off the board. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that would really be good. Cause they're, you're just not sure about, uh, their cornerback situation. I mean, they've had injury. I, I think McCrary would be okay. The Auburn guy from last year, but yeah. I'm not sure about everybody else. Well, yeah. Like you mentioned, uh, Christian Fulton, who was a second round pick a few Fulton, years ago, yeah. he's going into his last, because he's a second round pick, he's going to his last, last year of his contract. Yeah. It's uh, been known that Rabel even named him as one of the injury guys that, uh, you know, with, with soft tissue injuries and kind of uh, outed him, which is a little, little, you know, I guess the locker room guys are in the locker room. The guys are probably a like big that. deal to be just named like that. That um, <laughs> so it seems like you know they they may be on the out. So that would leave a yeah. hole going into the after this season. But yeah, the uh, they did take a um, 
a corner last year in the second round wouldn't wouldn't but McQuarrie, I, think I think yeah yeah um and he he's was solid he played every i think he played every game i like him i like him yeah. a lot you know but of and they, course, they 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 got a, you know. a veteran in uh in sean murphy bunding uh from that came over from tampa bay oh that's so right think, they did yeah for this season you you have those three guys you have you know a couple of guys that's been on the team for a while uh that they're coming back so for this season, it seems like if everybody stays healthy, they're good. But come next season, you know, right. Christian Fulton may be gone, and there you have a hole in at the, at the starting corner position. So, you know, I think that's one thing that uh, that is critical in the or crucial in this draft is you you can't reach at guys and you can't go yes. after needs if you have guys there that are going to be a what you call a blue player that's going to be a guy that's going to be a starter. Yeah. Regardless of the position, I think that's one of the downfalls that John Robinson had the last few years in the draft. You were kind of chasing that Isaiah Wilson pick, and then you're you kind yeah. of get in this you know in this behind yourself with you know all right well, Isaiah Wilson didn't work, and then you take a Dylan Radins in the second round the year after, and and he hasn't played much, and so when you get yeah. into chasing a guy, it could be uh, not not that good for your team. Yeah, now they did. Um, what do you think about this Nicholas Petit Faree? I don't even is that how you say it? The, uh, it's he's uh, a right tackle from last Petit year. Petit Ferrer, yeah, he yeah, uh, right Ferrer, tackle okay. that uh, came. You know, they drafted him last year in the third round, I believe. Yeah. He played pretty much every game. He was solid. Um, you know, the only returning offensive lineman they have. Uh, well, I take that back. Corey Brewer is back, uh, but yeah. Um, from yeah, so so it's a glaring need. I mean, I don't know about Andre Dillard, man. You know, well, that's the thing is, is uh, you know, Rand Carthon so far in free agencies filled some holes yeah. with some guys. Uh, you kind of, you know, I guess the uh, the term being used is he went to the bargain bucket and and got some guys <laughs> that are looking to kind of elevate their careers or have that second chance that yeah, you know, could turn into a really good signing. Uh, but you know, you don't know that so. Again, going back to my point earlier is is why not double down on offensive yeah. linemen in this draft when you know there's a, a good crop of offensive linemen, especially in the top part of the draft. Man, I'm so on into them getting an offense. I mean, the team that had the highest and most money invest into the offensive line was the Eagles, and we see where it got them into the Super Bowl. $65 million invested into that unit. Um so, yeah, that would be interesting. Okay, let's talk about the South then. Uh, by the way, I totally agree with you. I, I hope they, they don't reach for a quarterback, maybe. Oh, check this out. So, what about this scenario before we go to the other teams? They get the tackle at 11 and Hooker's on there at 18. Do you jump back in the first round and get a Hinton Hooker or something like that? Depends on how much you like him. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, you know, if you, if you do that again, what are you going to do with Tannehill? Yeah. Um, because now you you got to look at it from a business side too. If you get two first round picks like that, then there's some caps room that that's going to be taken up, yeah. uh, which they don't have much of. Uh, I did a little rough estimate and yeah. think that they can sign this draft class, but not much after that. So uh, I think it's three and a half million ish uh, for first round okay. picks this year, uh, especially in the in the like eleven through twenty. Uh, yeah. So if you add another cap hit there for that rookie that you just went up and get, then you have to do something elsewhere to free up space. 
And yeah. I think that's why there's something that's got to give with this team when it comes to Tannehill, Henry, and Bayard because they're they big just, cap hits, ain't they? They're big cap hits, and yeah. you don't I love have, all three of them, but they're huge cap hits, man. Yeah, because once you sign this draft class, you're out of money, and you're going to need at least you know five to ten million to operate in. Or if a you know big free agent, what if uh, that that comes loose or gets cut yeah. uh, for the same reasons? Uh, you know, what if uh, Arizona decides, hey, we're going to cut uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and there's yeah. a somebody you need to sign that's going to cost a little money. Something's yeah. got to give with the cap and 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 for the Tennessee Titans, and uh, we may see something happen tomorrow night. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Um, okay, okay. So now let's go back up to number four. Uh, what do you think from for everything you've read with with um, oh wait, let's go to two. I'm sorry, Houston, Houston mm-hmm. at two. Uh, from from what everything you've read and studied, who do they take with that second overall pick, man? I feel like you got to take a quarterback. I know they've been talking. There's been a lot of talk this week about uh, Wilson from um, the defensive end, outside linebacker. Uh, yeah, Texas I, Tech. Yeah, yeah. I I just I would it would baffle me if they didn't go after a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young, whoever Carolina doesn't take, yeah. uh, because they need the quarterback. You know, just as bad as um as Carolina or you know they don't have a quarterback they I yeah. mean Davis Mills is solid but he's not going to win you games it's been they've had him for the last two seasons and it's it's not going going well for them but as a you know somebody that likes the Titans hey if you want to not take a franchise quarterback I'm okay with it <laughs> that is true um I've had agree with Chad. It does, uh, you know, Houston yeah. is that first domino. You know, Carolina's taking a quarterback. Yeah. So if Houston decides, I think they're going to take, take Bryce Young. Don't you, uh, at Carolina? Feels that way. And yeah. Bryce Young's good. I mean, the only thing that you can really say is, is his height is the issue. Yeah. But man, he is such a good quarterback. And uh, you know, like I mentioned, I was at the Tennessee game and watching oh, him play. Man. I mean, he's phenomenal. <laughs> Yeah, he was coming back from injury, and he still played great. He played, yeah, and he he did win a Heisman the year before last, correct? So I think so. He's yeah. one of the best quarterbacks that's coming out, and I think he's uh, smart. I think he's a good player. Is uh, he 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 reminds me of a little bit of Kyler Murray, but maybe with a better head on his shoulders and yeah, a better better more accurate. So uh, if the, if Carolina doesn't take him, go with CJ Stroud. I completely understand that as well. Another Heisman, yeah. he was. Heisman uh, runner-up two years in a row, I think. Yeah, and, you know, he had such a great game against Georgia. He had the low S2 score. I read that uh, Dan Marino didn't have a great wonder lick. He was Dan Marino. So, (laughs) I don't know about C.J. Stroud's criticisms. I mean, I'm hearing that now he may fall. Uh, What if he's on the board at 11? Take him. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he's an Ohio State quarterback, he well, I Mike Grable would probably love that because he's an Ohio State guy, and we shouldn't hold that against him, should we? No, I, I, I don't think so either, man. I really I don't, don't. think that. Uh, you know, I, the, the the only issue with Ohio State quarterbacks is name one that's uh you know been amazing in the last you know twenty years. It's that, kind of tough. True. Even though uh, Burrow was a transfer from Ohio State. They couldn't even get that right. So we can't count Burrow <laughs> and Justin Fields. He's still a big question mark, man. Yeah. So uh, this year for Justin Fields is a, is, is going to be a, the true test for him because yeah. they've actually got him some receivers. 
they've done a lot in free agency. They have this draft to, to help there too. So this is going to be his year to make or break for the Bears. Oh, yeah. DJ Moore. I mean, Claypool, Daryl Mooney. I mean, there's uh, uh, Comet, the the tight end. Their, their roster's good. I, if I'm them, I would probably take Stanorski. Take the local guy from Northwestern if I'm Chicago. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. what do I know? They got a defensive-minded head coach. They'll probably end up taking a defensive lineman. Maybe. Take Jalen Carter or somebody, you know? Yeah. It's always interesting to see how when the draft plays out, what – you know, even like last year, looking at Malik yeah. Willis, for an example, you know, everybody's like, oh, he's, he might go in the top 10. And then right. you start yeah. seeing a total, like a lot of big, you know, offensive linemen and stuff were going. And you kind of see where the league is on what they think is the talent in this draft when there's a run on corners and, and yeah. stuff like that, where you're like, oh, well, everybody kept talking about Malik Willis is going to be this. And then he goes in the third round. So I think this draft is going to be a lot like that in a bigger but a bigger scale because I feel like that uh, there's a, there's a lot of talent, but there's also a lot of maybe talent that are, we're going to see go way later than we expect because yeah. they're not as good as we expect thought they were. Yeah. Or at least that's the way of, they see it. There's a lot of reports that maybe will leave us may fall out of the first round. Then some Reddit user said that the, his parents, uh, he told his parents he's going number one. Those <laughs> odds of I, I don't think I don't believe that though. <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing with Will Levis though is um I feel like he's got some upside to him. He's got oh, all the yeah. physical upside to him. Um the the issue is 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 you know, when he played at Kentucky, how inconsistent he was. Yeah. And um and you can you can knock him for putting mayo in his coffee. I mean, I don't understand that or eating raw bananas and all that stuff that he's doing <laughs> not sure why but uh yeah I, I, it's he's gonna be one of the more interesting and he could be like malik willis he may, could go anywhere from a top 10 to a third round yeah yeah that's true now yeah I, I think houston will probably take a quarterback in one of those two picks uh they got the 12th pick too they got the second and the 12th pick but with Ryan's being that defensive-minded head coach, maybe a lot of people and the and the general manager up there, maybe they're thinking about the Jake Locker draft, the Christian Ponder draft. Should we overdraft for need versus better player when Will Anderson's really good? You mentioned the other guy, Wilson, from mm. Texas Tech. His stock keeps going up, man. Yeah, we gotta uh, wait. We gotta see what happens with Jalen Carter. Like, where is he gonna fall yeah, in this whole thing? Yeah, talent wise, that was he, early on. He was one of the better players. Uh, you know, maybe an Aaron Donald level player, but he's man. He all those red flags. Yeah. You know. Now, if he fell to eleven, I would say take him too. Would you? All right, John Robertson <laughs> taking chances on guys like that. That's something Robertson would do, wouldn't he? Oh, I mean, he proved it two years in a row. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, but I do think that the teams are probably going to know about his legal issues, you know, yeah. well before. And uh, now if we see him start sliding, then there's probably something there with his legal that nobody's touching yeah. him because there's something that's going to be down the road affect that. Right. Well, the maturity stuff came out before the car wreck. Mm -hmm. Then I hear he had another traffic ticket so you're starting to get and then he's in uh, out of shape and it's pro day oh, yeah mm. 
I mean, this is like red flag, red flag, red flag. Now we put money, more money in his pocket with a big signing bonus. I, I think maybe he goes six to Detroit. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I, was, I, I don't see him getting past Detroit with yeah. the defensive-minded coach and uh, yeah. them having that kind of need there on defense. Um, so we'll see if the legal thing knocks him out of the top ten, but – Talent-wise and what he does on the field, one of the best players in this draft. Yeah, he's kind of like an Albert Hainsworth, you know. Uh, maybe maybe a Warren Sapp, who also had uh, some red flags. I don't know if it was this many with Sapp. He still has red flags. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got – I'm with you. I think Houston will probably take a quarterback, and they'll probably take a tackle – um, they'll probably take a defensive guy and they'll probably take a quarterback since there's a big knock on these, even though they need receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did do a mock draft early and said that they would take one of those receivers. But now that I'm reading, I don't know, maybe those receivers. I think Zay Flowers is probably the only actual first yeah. round graded guy. Uh, everybody else I would probably say is second or, yeah, you know, back, but. There's going well, to maybe Nijma Smith. I don't know from Ohio State too. Yeah, you know he. The, hey, there's there's a lot of a lot of people's mocked him to the Titans, and there is you know they definitely need yes. a wide receiver, and haven't addressed that in free agency. And well, they did recently with with a veteran wide receiver, but um, they need they need to probably take two wide receivers in this draft. It's just kind of unfortunate for them. It's just out of a good wide receiver class. No, um, but. Jackson Smith and Jigba is a very good slot receiver. He can catch in traffic. He can uh, run amazing routes. He yeah. doesn't have any speed though, and that's I think one of his biggest knocks mm. is he doesn't and run he's away coming from off guys. Injury, but then again, last year mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle was coming off injury. We saw what he did. I think the difference between those two is just Waddle is so explosive and yeah. and speed and explosive. Uh, you know, having that trait is going to get you on a roster in the NFL you know, yeah. nine times out of 10. And uh, there is some speed guys in this draft even, uh, but I, I don't see them being You know, Hyatt ran like a 4-3 from Tennessee. Maybe he can go in the second round. Well, yeah, he's uh, – I think the, the the knock on Hyatt, you know, is is he's not a route runner. You know, the, the Tennessee he didn't run a very complicated offense. Um, you know, we'll see. I, yeah. I, I think they – I think you could probably bulk him up a little bit. I mean, he's not yeah. a small guy. But um, you could probably bulk him up a little bit, and he's got he's got world class speed. That's there's no doubt about that. Man, Regardless of his combine time, uh, yeah. you know, watching him play, uh, you always got to look at the tape, and the yeah. tape says this dude can run by anybody. Um, another guy that could probably run by anybody is Marvin Mims. He's somebody I would keep an eye on too from Oklahoma. There's, oh, okay. Oklahoma's always got a good player too. They they got a left tackle that's coming up too. Uh, Ardrin something. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I would, I would, I would guess that there's probably going to be a, a a later run on wide receivers uh, with the yeah. end of the first round into the second, uh, because there is some talent there. I just don't think that there's like that, um, Jamar that Chase top level. end, yeah, that yeah. top end franchise guy. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I'm not a big take a wide receiver early guy. Uh, Amon St. Brown was a fourth-round pick. He's a number one with Detroit, man. Another reason why John Robinson probably got fired is trading up to take Desmond Patrick with Amon Ross St. Brown on the board <laughs> oh in the fourth God. round. 
I forgot about that. You know, yeah. it took Corey Davis at five. There's a lot of great players in that draft. So what about the Colts now? The Colts at four. <laughs> I think Richardson would be a good fit because I like that offensive. I like their head coach there, the system there. Richardson kind of reminds me of a Jalen Hurts. His build, his yeah. play, uh, you know, with Shane Stitchkin. You know, even though if he is rough as all get out this first year. I think the issue with the Colts is their owner. Jim Irsay is just yeah. a complete train wreck. And now that he's not winning, you know, AFC South titles and going to playoffs, he's just come unglued. And uh, it was very awesome. clear last year how much he, uh, you know, wanted to try to do everything he could to beat the Titans and, and try to, you know, get into the winning the AFC South again. And um, made a lot of really bonehead moves. I mean, hell, he put um, uh, the head when they they fired their head coach and 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 put in um, oh the, the offensive lineman uh, that used to be Jeff Saturday. Oh yeah, 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 Saturday. Uh, yeah. Without doing Better, any kind yeah. of interviews, and he's only coached. You know, he was like an offensive line assistant yeah. or something. Um, that and just the Matt Ryan issues and uh, all that is just. The Colts are in a bad spot, and it's mainly because their owner. And uh, it's almost like looking at the Raiders uh, from years <laughs> past. Uh, there, so the later Al Davis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll probably go quarter. I, I maybe Richardson, but hey, you know what? I've heard they like Levis too, and Levis. Some of his comparisons are Josh Allen, but other ones are guys like Jay Cutler. And um, Carson Wentz, the Carson Wentz now, not the Carson Wentz before his injury. Yeah, so that would be good for the. It's Titans. hard to it's hard to to judge, you know, Will Levis because yeah, it's just been so inconsistent. And uh, yeah, I mean, he there's a lot of comparisons I can see to Josh Allen, but yeah. uh, with all the physical traits. But uh, when you look at his game, uh, it's it's hard to tell. Yeah, I don't think they trade. Do you think anybody trades up? I think Arizona would love to trade. They want to trade down, but I don't know if anybody wants to trade up. Well, I think depending on the scenario, yeah. If somebody like a CJ Stroud's there, you know that that could be a, a Titans yeah. trade up. Um, you or know, if who, Young don't get picked. There's always so somebody that that surprises you that jumps up. I mean, look at the Chiefs a few years ago when they jumped up to get Mahomes. Yeah. At the time, everybody was like, who the hell is Patrick Mahomes? Right. And now they made the right decision. And so, he was a quarterback from Texas Tech, and they didn't win. The, his coach got fired. His coach was Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. So um, I'm like you. I think it's going to be quarterback, quarterback, defensive guy, receiver from Houston. Now, Jacksonville, they're in good shape. I mean, they're favored yeah. to win the division, man, mm-hmm. picking up Calvin Ridley. Um, I forgot who I, I had them on my mock draft for Jacksonville. I think they picked like 24 for something. Yeah. Remember they lost Adrian Key, uh, pass rusher. Yeah, he's with the Titans now. Yeah. Um, okay, nice. I think they're gonna pick this guy, this Iowa State guy, Will C. Donald, edge rusher. Uh you know, they can take the best player that fits their scheme. They're I think that's the right Jaguars now. have kind of set themselves up that way to take the best overall guy that's available. Yeah. And um, you know, like you said, they're they're in they're in the prime spot right now. They got their franchise quarterback who kind of turned it around yeah. uh, last year. They got some good players. Um, 
So yeah, they could they could just easily take the best available and um and just improve their team that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish we had uh here in Tennessee had a player like but you never know. Maybe next week, man, we might be in that situation <laughs> there, Chief. We just don't know. This is like the craziest draft I've ever other than the draft a few years ago when Tennessee had the number one overall pick and traded mm. down and got Cochran. That was fun. But oh, this yeah. one's up there, man. This one is is definitely up there. So I, that, that covers the South there. Now, uh, so what are your thoughts on this new stadium? It is exciting, but, man, that's a lot of money the taxpayers are paying, Chief. Are the taxpayers paying? Because it They're seems like part the, of it, like $500 million. It's supposed to be over a billion dollars. I know the majority of it is going to be funded from the team, from from Amy Adams and the Adams family and, and that business. Uh, they do are going to have a lot of hotel tax involved. They're going to have a lot of ticket tax involved. Yeah. So comparatively to the last stadium uh, or Nissan Stadium now, uh-huh. um, this is a really good deal, in my opinion, uh, okay. for the city and for the taxpayers because majority of it is going to be funded privately and through hotel and and base and ticket taxes yeah. that are going to be a lot a lot funded by the by tourism and so yeah i don't think there's really a lot of weight on the taxpayer uh yeah. unless that i haven't looked at the the yeah it's in uh, yeah, i got it through forbes it's 500 million from the state of 10 but the stadium is going to be over uh two billion um let me see if i got this right one point seven billion. I mean, yeah, it's way up there, man. I think it's either two point two or two point five billion. Yeah, and uh, I mean, hey, you you want a world class facility? Yeah, that's what it costs, and I think something like that in Nashville is 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 worth every penny, is okay. because it's going to bring you all the top events in the world. You're going to see the Super mm-hmm. Bowl here. You're going to see WrestleMania here. You're going to see the Final Four here. You're going to see all these top games. events here. Yeah. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna see, um, you know, everything. And uh, Nashville is such a great city to host. Yeah. It was, uh, I think, since the, the NFL draft being here, the world got to see what Nashville can do. And so, I think, um, I think it's gonna be crazy once they start breaking ground on that next summer. Yeah, uh, probably the 2025 season. To uh, I can't well, imagine what the travel's gonna be around. Seven. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be open. Yeah, I, I'm just saying with the construction going on during the 2025 season, yeah, with the, the majority of the parking gone from the lot, it's it's going to be interesting how the traffic okay. jam uh, plays out. Over Is it going to be in the same spot as the old stadium? It's going to be yeah, it's going to be right next to it. It's going to okay. be so the 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 big parking lots uh, A, B, and C uh, and and D that are uh, uh, that are right alongside the interstate okay. there. Uh, that's where it's going to be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was reading that it's going to have one of these. Uh, side note here, uh, renovations can be around $587 million. Uh, the Bears had some renovation issues that would cost about $200 million. I mean, these, these things are huge. Uh, it's going to be one of those um, – see-through glass roofs it's going to be yeah. kind of there's a 50 dollar word for that i can't translucent what, what's the name of it translucent uh that's it that's it that's roof. it yeah kind of like sofi stadium with vegas yeah, exactly has. like sofi stadium i want to say the same people that built that stadium are 
possibly going to build this one. Okay. Um, so they oh. have, or no, I'm sorry, the one that built in Las Vegas, which also yeah. has a translucent roof, is the translucent, same builders. Yeah. Yeah. Pickle says waters and stewage blowing up in Nashville, giving corporate welfare to billionaires. You know something? I, only other way I could see that they do this that would be plausible is maybe just give give the owner tax breaks and stuff like that. I did read an article a few months when this came out a few weeks ago. When to talk about it? Well, about it been two or three months ago. Uh, there was a study done that it doesn't really help at the local economy as it's played. It study. But my thing is, if you look on a broader horizon, something like this, the marketing for a city, it does help the city. Uh, mm-hmm. You saw how good the draft. To, uh, people still talking about how good the draft was yeah. here in 2019. Yeah. You know, so it set the bar. I mean, I don't yes. think anybody's going to going to reset the bar yeah. other than Nashville being here again. But um, yeah, but yeah, I think Kansas City is going to probably do well this year. Uh, they got I, the draft, yeah. I like where they have it. I've been to Kansas City. Um, it's a, it's a. Did you go smaller. to the draft three years ago here? Or four yeah, years I was. Ago? I was at yeah when it was in in Nashville. I was I was all the all up in there. <laughs> I was there every day. Yeah, man, it was over one hundred fifty thousand people downtown or something, right? It was uh, for the three days. It was over six hundred thousand. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and nobody's come. I think the most. Uh, most before that was like about 300,000. Yeah. So Nashville definitely doubled that. Well, they, they surpassed that in the second day yeah. of total attendance. And, um, you know, Nashville is just a fun city. And, and when yeah. something happens here, you know, people come. And so I could definitely see why the stadium's being built. Uh, yeah. One Nissan stadium is not a good stadium. It's uh very basic. <laughs> you go there a lot, don't you? Oh yeah, I'm there a lot. Uh and and it's it's just it's time to to blow that thing up and um yeah. and just structurally it's not in good shape. And they even try to look at renovating it and doing something similar that Miami did and yeah. uh the cost was just too much. It was almost Yeah, it can be in the hundreds of millions. I just read that from CNBC. Well, that in that in um they don't even make some of the stuff that the stadium has, uh, like okay. the, the windows that they used and the, the glass that they use, they couldn't even replace it. So structurally they couldn't okay. replace a lot of things in that stadium. And, and so, and, and they're doing all the replacing and all that, that they would have to do to renovate. They might as well just, you know, have the stadium, a new stadium because it was about the same price. Yeah, and it's only going to hold 60,000. Uh, I don't even go to the games anyways. There's too much hassle. But it is kind of a nice sight to see on TV. We're just, you know, I was talking to a guy at church the other day about Nashville in general, and I had to drive in this town, man. Uh, it, it, it's turning in, it's just an event town. I mean, we're just having yeah. to accept it as locals. It can be a freaking headache sometimes, though. Oh, yeah. I drive downtown every day to work. And <laughs> oh, you're the, working given the day. Downtown. Yeah. Given, given the day, you know, traffic could be a complete nightmare. And I think, you know, Nashville's grown so much in the last 10, 15 years and even the last five. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of our infrastructure is going to have to be looked at. And, and you know, who knows what that is, you know, what upgrades is needed um, yeah. there. But, um, you know, going back to the stadium a part of it, you know, they're going to have to really do a lot of uh, infrastructure around that area because I know they want to build it up. I yeah. know that they've uh, in this purchase, they're purchasing the um, 
the old Steiner and Lift now um, PSC Metals. Area. Is that right? That, yeah. So that's I didn't finally, think that was ever going to. I didn't think the owner would ever sell it. Well, he he sold the actual. I I, I don't want to be a, a quoted on this, but I'm pretty sure PSC Metals sold to a uh, company that's from California. I can't think of the name, but I believe that they sold the business but didn't sell the property so i know i can't think of the guy's name that owns all that but he's a he's a very wealthy guy and a very smart business guy um so he's he sold some of the company um but i think in this purchase is the uh is the property of that area um which um the city (laughs) it is an eyesore um but i think there's there's not a lot of building they can do on that and so I've seen some things where they're looking at making that a mass transit area with buses and oh, nice. possibly because nice. you can't you can't um, do a lot of um, you couldn't have like residential there because of all that uh, metals and all the waste that's uh, taken place on that property. It's going to be hard to you know have water and all that stuff. So yeah, I think the uh, somebody you know from the city council mentioned it being more of a bus transit uh because yeah. the the that hub right now one's one's next door to municipal auditorium is very small yeah. there's another one that's uh i think the greyhound station is is off of uh korean vet slash um uh maybe yeah, sixth avenue in a while. they're very small we- and they don't hold a lot of people so this could also help with a lot of you know transportation in the city well, that sounds awesome, man. Man, you're full of information. You sound like a city planner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've just I've been around the news so much and uh, yeah. listen to people talk, and you know, I try to I try to you know look into it. Besides just taking somebody's word for it, right? Uh, and right. I do my own research and hear from other people. You know, get a few different sources, and then come up with my own opinion what I think is going on. So, right. Um. But uh, yeah, going back to the stadium again, uh, yeah. you mentioned about the seats uh, being six sixty sixty thousand, yeah, instead of 60, which is smaller than than yeah. a lot of the newer stadiums. But yeah. I think what they're trying to do is is if, if you've ever been to Geodes Park, which is a new soccer stadium uh, for the National Soccer Club. No, I haven't been there. Yet. It's a it's a thirty thousand seat stadium, and it's, I, I enjoy that park much more because of the more intimate setting it has. Okay, and and that there's a lot more uh, things you can do there with the space. Yeah. Instead of putting seats there, they put in, you know, amenities that you could use. Uh, you know, they have You're a ton of bathrooms. It's going to be better views, essentially. Yeah, and I think I think I think it'll be instead of having a massive stadium where you're if you're sitting in the nosebleeds, it's like why yeah. am I even coming? Which they don't really even sell anymore because they just don't have the demand like they did in the yeah. early two thousands. So you're you're looking at you know having a stadium full versus having you know twenty thousand seats that are you know spotty <laughs> with with different people, yeah. um, and uh, I think they really are doing a lot of areas in the stadium that are going to be like uh, more open for people to just kind of stand around, hang out, almost like a tailgate type okay. setting, which I love to do. Like yeah, you know if you're like the concourse at Geodes Park, you can kind of walk around. You can, mm-hmm. you know, have that room where you're not just scrunched in the seat next to, you know, people you don't know. There's more areas where is you can. Is that by the fairgrounds? 
Yeah, it's, it's okay. Rangers I need door. to check that out. I, you know, I like their logo, man. I don't know how good the team is. I don't keep up with soccer, but they got a great logo. Yeah, Nashville FC does a really good job with with all their stuff. They're a good team. Yeah. Uh, they they're slated to be kind of a playoff team in the MLS this year. Uh, yeah. They got some good players, and um, I really enjoy going to games there. It's a different atmosphere. Um, like I said, that stadium is is amazing. And they yeah. have one thing I do like about them too is that they have a lot of local like restaurants and and uh, places inside where oh, it's nice. not just your cookie cutter concession stands everywhere or your um, you know like hunts you know your 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 gas station type you know pizza <laughs> and all that good stuff. So uh, they do a good job of having a lot of really good options yeah. for you to eat really good food versus and the prices aren't terrible they're expensive because yeah. they're always going to be at a stadium you know but. what if, if you know what amy adam strunk should do is uh, take a take a page out of author blank's book from oh yeah uh, and charge regular prices for yeah. refreshments man for cold i drinks. love mercedes-benz stadium for mostly oh it's a great stadium but that that's awesome that they do that too with yeah. having normal prices for concessions yeah, not twenty dollars for a beer. Let's let's not get crazy talk here now. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, you've been a great guest, Richard. Man, Thank I you. appreciate it, man. You are killing it, brother. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like you. Um, I think they're gonna grab one of them tackles and and uh and uh in the second round. Who would you like to see them get in the second round? They get they get a tackle in the first round. If you had a position to play, who would you like to see him get in the second round? I think you got to go with either a tight end or wide receiver. You got to get a pass catcher, yeah. uh, but I don't want them to reach for it. And yeah. hopefully, uh, that's trust not the your case. Board, but huh? what's that? Trust, trust your board, brother. Yeah, trust the board. Take the best available. Yeah, uh, but they do need to address the wide receiver at some point in the draft yeah. in the second, third round. Um, so my hope is that they. You know, and if there is a tight end that may, like I mentioned earlier, that's a better pass catcher than a wide receiver on the board, then hey, take that guy, take a Darnell yeah. Washington or or a tight end like that. That somebody will fall that we don't expect, like you all, like all it happens every year. Oh yeah, ha- and maybe Darnell, bam, we'd have a tandem. I'm like you, Akanu was a big bright spot from last year, a guy mm-hmm. that nobody's seen coming. He's consistent, man. That that guy is going to be good. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. and maybe Burks, maybe he slims down and he becomes that number one. That, well, I think uh, Traylon Burks is 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 going to be really good. I thought he was the third best receiver in the draft last year. Nice. Um, and I was uh, that's who I wanted the Titans take last year. Uh, it's just injuries and things like that. Uh, poor offensive line and a quarterback play didn't really help him out much. But I think he was really coming to his own until he got that last injury with the concussion and and stuff yeah. like that. But I think this year he's going to really ball out, and I just hope that they find somebody to help help him because yeah. if it's only him, then he's going to get doubled and tripled. And yeah, you know, I mean but, they've got Westbrook back, but you know he's you don't know if he's going to be that consistent, and maybe add another player. Hey, you never know. Maybe these cornerbacks, maybe Caleb Farley has a great season, and Fulton stays healthy. Uh, they re-sign Jeffrey Simmons. This team could compete. You know, it's yeah, not I think so out too. Of the question, you know, I don't think, yeah, 
I don't think they're as good as a retool as the Chiefs did last year or the year no. before. <laughs> um, but I still think they could compete and 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 potentially still win the AFC South. Um, oh yeah. But and I'm not being sarcastic. I really do. Th- I'm like you. I mean, if if there's a few breaks, if Tennessee gets I, they say if they keep pandering the guys and those corner plaques, I mean, why wouldn't they? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I still think they have a shot at, at competing next year. Yeah. Uh, but if if they end up trading Tannehill and Henry tomorrow night, or you know, yeah. we'll see. Uh, that, I'm not going to lose shows it. If they go there either way. <laughs> yeah, that, but that'll definitely show they're in, in rebuild mode versus yeah. retool if they do that, because then you're taking a chance on a rookie quarterback, and so we'll see. Yeah. Tomorrow night is going to be exciting. Yeah, need a backup quarterback. That's right, Chad. Thanks, Rich. I'll see. You. I'll tag you with this show, man. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Y'all All have right, a thanks, thanks everybody. <laughs>